Welcome to Time Out with Tyshawn Taylor, hosted by Rock, episode number three. As you can see, we're in a little bit different location today. We're live from Johnny's West in Lawrence, Kansas. Good lighting, too. You look good. You look good in here. You look real good in here. I can get comfortable in here. We got a lot of new stuff going on today. We're going to have our very first guest. We're also going to break out a new segment today called Chopping It Up with Chuck which is going to be my almost 10-year-old daughter coming out. She's going to ask some rapid-fire questions to Sharon and Tyshawn. We love those. So that'll be interesting to see. We have our very first guest with the Time Out podcast. He attended Crane High School in Chicago, <laughs> Illinois, where he was named a McDonald's All-American and was ranked as the second-best point guard in America. He came to KU, where he was selected to the Big 12 All-Rookie Team, he went on to earn numerous awards, like the Big 12 Sixth Man of the Year, two-time two first-team All-Big 12 selection, a consensus first and second team, helped lead the Jayhawks to a national championship, has his number four jersey hanging in the Raptors at Allen Fieldhouse, and he is now the head basketball coach for the Lawrence Free State Firebirds, mm. none other than the great Sharon Collins. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. My boy. Sharon, thank you for joining us. Hey, sir. that's that's a hell of a stat line you got there, my boy. That's a hell of a resume he just read out. I feel like he cut it short, too. What did he miss? I know you know. Yeah, that's he ain't missed nothing? Yeah. Okay. I know how much Tyshawn likes to talk, so I try to cut it short yeah. so we can have more time at the end. <laughs> but uh, typically what we like to do is kind of start with your journey back as a child and work our way up to where, where we are today. <laughs> But I think since we're right near Free State High School um, and Tyshawn is on your coaching staff, I think it'd be a good place to start with uh, your new gig as a high school coach. Um, I know you guys have been putting in the work already. So why don't you give us a little scouting report, not just on the players, but on your assistants as well. How do you feel as a, co as a head coach, bro? Like, how do you feel like in that position after all of these years of being an active basketball player and a really good one after we just listened to that resume? How does that feel? It was, it's different, um, it's very different, but um, I think I'm the perfect guy for it. Um, I think I've been molded to do this. I know when I was done playing, I'll be your coach, and I always said that in any interview or wherever I asked about it. Um, I just didn't know it would come this quick, this soon. Um, I've been coaching AAU, and then opportunity like came right on the table immediately and um, couldn't turn it down. They've been in the state last six years. It's a big school, great community. Um, obviously, we got ties there with Brady Morningstar and his family going there playing volleyball and basketball. So um, it just felt right, and it was right, for sure. You've had some great coaches along the way coaching you. Are you taking pieces from each coach and molding it into your style, or what's your coaching style going to be like? Yeah, so I, I still I steal a lot from my past coaches. I obviously um, a lot, especially from Coach Self. Um, but you got to take all the cursing out of your language for these high school kids, though. We can't coach them the same. We got to be a little softer. And that's the that's difficult part with me is separating that because I'm so much of a competitor that you know that takes over some time and um, it gets a little rough because you can't really talk to the kids like you were talked to now. And it's like uh, you know, like I was telling Ty, like Ty, you can't. You gotta ease up a little bit. And Ty's like, no, you, you got a mother, you got to do this. Style. And, right and, now, let's and get. You got it. a kid, his eyes is wide open, like he's seen a deer in the headlights. So I'm like, Ty, you got to slow down. It's a little different um, feel, but um, I, I, I just wouldn't pick nobody else to do it with. Um, I, I got a great coaching staff. Um, what about the scouting report? I know I'm asking this just for everybody else. I know that we can't do much with the kids now, just because. We're in the fall season. A lot of kids are playing football, so we haven't got to see a full roster. We've been able to do some conditioning stuff with them to get them out, like just to get in shape a little bit. Um, so we haven't really seen a full roster of kids yet. Um, but how excited are you about the team that you think you're going to have? I know it's five teams, which is crazy. We have a freshman team, a sophomore team, JV team, and a varsity team, which is new to me. I never had that in my high schools. Um, we just had JV, varsity, maybe freshman, depending on like all the schools we were playing. But anyway, um, what do you think about the roster based off of your knowledge as of when did you get hired? Well, I got hired in June. Exactly. So, so as your knowledge of like right. three months, what do you think about the kids so, so far? When I got hired, I was able to do stuff with the kids. So I was able to see glimpses of the kids and um, 
we got a transfer, a 6A kid from Olathe South, who's really good. Um, a little soft, we got to mold him a little bit to how we want <laughs> I didn't say but, uh, he did. He, he's really good, though. He's he good around good. the basket. Big guy takes up space. Um, we got some, we got a set of twins who are really good and competitive. I love their competitive spirit. And, I, and some of our best guys are some of our young fellas, like Zeke Brown, um, Corbin. And um, I think I think that's the that's what excites me the most. As a newer coach and somebody that is starting this journey with you, I think being able to kind of get a younger group of kids that already have some talent and be able to put what we know on that is going to, like, send them in a different, even different path than they, you know, probably would have went with, with the knowledge between, obviously, yourself and with me. And then being able to get these kids and kind of mold them with this toughness we were just talking about and just the IQ of the game, um, I'm super excited about that. Like, really, really excited about that. And just since I've been coaching and training kids to go back to just how frustrating it is to, like, it's because we think the game, we think the game and see the game at such a high level. And when you're working with kids, you gotta bring it down some. And I think that's the most frustrating part for me that I've found so far. But it's also the funnest because it's the most rewarding when the kids start to figure it out and start to learn new things and stuff like that. So I've been having a great time doing it, and I'm really excited to get a group of kids that are at a good age where they can kind of pick up on it faster. I'm really excited. About that. And, and touch on that, um, I think. Our process has been much easier as, let's say, another head coach that's just coming in, maybe an older guy or a younger guy, especially younger guys. With us being young, I feel like, you know, that may have been a problem, but they respect what we've done basketball-wise playing. Young? So, who, you, who you referring to? I mean. You got some assistance? Me? <laughs> I'm still young. I ain't. I ain't that old now. You stole I, my next question. That was going to be my next uh, question. Did these guys know, like, were they around when you guys were here? Like, do they so, no. understand what's walking into no, the a gym? Lot of, a, lot of, a lot of it is their parents. The parents tell them, like, you know, I had a guy tell me, hey, coach, my mom made me watch your highlights yesterday, and I didn't know you were that good. I'm like, yeah, because <laughs> you was three years old when I won the championship. So they have no clue to what was going on. But them knowing and hearing and obviously – going to do their own homework. They respect us and what we've done. So they're, they're like trying so hard. And that's the best thing you can have is the effort. That's all you want to give. The kid give you all the effort, and then it's our job to do the rest. And we got to coach them up the right way. And, you know, and what's big for us is also is off the court, making sure they're respectable young man. Right now, you know, they paying kids in college. So now you got to learn to be a professional a little bit younger than it normally has to be, so you want to and teach some them the traits. Kids good enough to get paid. Yeah, I mean, you, Mikey paid Williams would get paid under and, the NIL rule. So it's like you can, you got to start training them as a professional. Yeah. If they, if they, if you see something in them, and if they are locked in enough, which is hard to be at that age. So it's only, it's only a select few that could do it. But, and but we, got, like, so we got a good group. Though. You go and you go guys. to JUCO, you go to D twos. They still get NIL. Everybody can get paid playing college now. So. You just want to make yourself marketable, you know, wearing the right, wearing the clothes the right way, making sure the pants is pulled up, and having on a belt. All that matters, you know. You all the shit that we got yelled at for. All the stuff we got yelled at for. We all the time. To so how he knows? How he's back there dying? He so knows. like being being on time. That's probably a big thing to teach these kids being on time. Yeah, that was probably that's that my biggest. fault. I sent Sharon to the wrong place. Oh, Sharon was on I time. I wasn't that referring was to biggest. you guys. I was just I, asking I, if I, I could, could, I'm not a morning person, so me making a 7.30 class was My bad. <laughs> nearly impossible, but I tried to get up as much as I can, and I did a lot. But especially on the day we lost, you better get up and go to class, or you didn't want to see Coach Self after that. So I went to class every time, which wasn't a lot, but I went to class after that. But um, Now, if you haven't listened to episode one, I believe that's where I asked Tyshawn about his coaching style, and he said, and I quote, Oh yeah, Sharon is gonna blow a gasket at least a couple times this year. Is that uh, is that fair to say? Um, absolutely. I already, I blew three already. If you want to say that, <laughs> I had seen it when I it's like. Uh, that, so if we can get hold of Barstool Sports and we can get a prop bet up, how many games is it gonna take for you to get a technical? What's that line? Four, five games. Don't put a line on this, bro. Don't even get into his games, bro. People going to be watching this. They might get back to Don't play his games, bro. Don't get sucked into that shit. I honestly man. think You're not like, getting no technical fouls. I'm going to be I'm the most respectable coaches right? that any ref no, can ever honestly, honestly, have like, dealt with. 
I don't. Ever. Hopefully, I, I don't want to get a technical. Hopefully, I don't have to get one. Um, you're gonna. Because I think one, you get punished. Gonna, <laughs> I think you get punished happen. for getting a technical. And I don't want to sell the game. They go. invoice. We need honestly, that uh, though, fine Sometimes, money. and I, I used to get mad when Coach Self used to do it until I learned it. Obviously, my senior junior year is sometimes you don't get it, and your coach trying to make a way to fire you up. So you might tell the ref, you know, go to him like, hey, give me a tech, and then you curse him out and he give you a tech. But it fires your bench up. So if I had to take one of those, that may be a little different Gotta taking one game. of those. But I just want I don't want to be arguing with referees and do that because you know that, that a good kinda, tech can change momentum. Yeah, a good sure. tech can like change a good momentum, tech can change momentum. So a bad tech kills it worse. So I want to be a, that, <laughs> yeah. that guy. But I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna try to get any. I think he's gonna. I just hope it ain't like a, you know. I want to be the guy to give him his first tech. Like, yeah, you know, so. right. This is why I said don't get into his game. Yeah. Some of those guys watching, bro. <laughs> Chill, bro. When nice the stuff, when bro. is the first game? Do you know? Was the schedule uh, released yet? Yeah, schedule's released. Um, I don't know if it's released on our website, but I have it. Um, and our first game is December first. And it's so December first, if you're listening and near Lawrence, Kansas, make the trip down. Support. No, it's away. It's That's away. away game. Never mind. Yeah, we got a tournament in Hayes. We're going through the December one through the third. Okay. And, uh, we can uh, get the schedule posted on our website, timeoutpod.com. Come support our guys, Tyshawn and Sharon. Obviously got the basketball IQ. Uh, Going to see some good things from them out there this year. Hopefully. I'm excited about it. So let's go back to Chicago, Illinois. A little Sharon growing up. Took them back way back in the way days. Way back when. How was life growing up in Chicago? Um, I mean, Chicago was rough. Um violence, drugs, you know, all the typical stuff that's around those type of areas. Um, had a great big brother who made sure I didn't go that way. Um, and obviously, to be honest, the neighborhood made sure that I didn't go that way as well. They seen something special in me that I probably didn't see that young. And um, it was always like, you know, I was kind of protected in a way, like, you know. The older guys try to keep you out of trouble and make yeah, sure you. Yeah, trying to keep me out of trouble and. You played more than just basketball growing up, right? Uh, yeah, so a lot of people don't know baseball is my best sport. Um, and I absolutely know that. So the uh, got the 350 million, man. Yeah, a lot Dang. of people in my family, like, get mad at me because I chose Dang. basketball. Um, I did have a tryout with the Cincinnati Reds coming out of high school. Um, I didn't go. I, I actually came to school. On uh, Bet you missed that one, Rock. It said it was a multi-sport <laughs> athlete. It didn't go into detail, so that's yeah, why I was just so, curious. Um, so what baseball, led you to basketball? Yeah, what, actually, I don't know. Sure. Maybe, um, don't quote me, but I had the strikeout record in Chicago, and I think I may still have it. I may, it may have been broken, but I think I had like high 17 school? high school. So what led you to basketball? Um, I just was always good at it, like baseball. And uh, I could dribble like with a handle. I was probably a little bit advanced on that. And I used to get the oohs and ahs. I used to be the kid that dribble, cross you over, dribble, dribble, cross you over, and if everybody get tired of you dribbling, and be like, hey, pass the ball. But I just want to dribble, and I didn't really know how to shoot. But um, I had a coach, Dave Beatron, um, from Hamlin Park. Um, he took a liking in me. And then the Boys and Girls Club pretty much saved our life. Um, yep, that's what I grew Without up, the man. Boys and Girls Club, we were in some rough times, and they allowed us, when you were supposed to get kicked out at a certain age, you can stay later than six o'clock. And they let us stay because they knew my mom worked a double. So she got off at maybe 11 and the Boys and Girls Club closed at nine. And so they would walk us home and- Shout out to Boys and Girls Club. Shout, yeah, out, for to, sure. shout so out to them for that. That's why I try to do as much need as that. I can need that with the Boys and Girls Club because um, when they say it really takes a village, it took a village, seriously. For sure. And, um, yeah, and we was able to stay there and I got to play and practice against older guys and they beat up on us, push us down and give me no calls. Uh, I even tried to fight some of them and, they, <laughs> and I would swing and they would just look at me like, uh, that don't hurt. It was just, you know, I was I got a question. 18 year olds, I was maybe 12. Um, I got a question and I might be jumping the gun a little bit, but when, because when I talk to basketball people, like you was, you was like people, fr you from the west side of Chicago, but people all over Chicago, when it comes to sports, they kind of know. And they knew you who you was at an early age before you was like in high school and stuff like that. Like you, they knew and they called you Shorty, right? Like that was your nickname, so that would go around. Like when did you know you was like, I, I'm really nice. Like I'm, I got Honestly, it. Honestly, I knew I was nice. I got it right now. I was in fourth grade and I started on the eighth grade all the eighth grade team. Oh yeah. 
That's hard to do. Um, and you in Chicago, we in you in the inner city where it's other nice hoopers though. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, you, I mean, are, I, did I you started, have to play against somebody. No, yeah, I started. And you I like, started yo. over some guys, and and it always didn't work out because I was little. And people would try to bully me and post me up, and I was just so small I couldn't fight back. I tried, uh, but that helped me a lot because when I got to sixth, seventh grade, I was just like. So it was fourth grade when you knew you was nice. Yeah. Damn, I just like got to six, I got to six or seven. I figured grade, that out two years ago, and it got kind of easy. <laughs> As a professional, I was like, I think I'm good. <laughs> I, I watched in. a couple YouTube videos. I looked all right. Damn. No, but I used to have like a bad temper problem, and uh, my the eighth grade coach was actually my eighth grade teacher, and um, he used to always tell me that I had a chance that I, if I just changed my attitude, because I used to lose, I used to want to fight, I used to take my jersey off throw it across the floor, but it's just because I hated to lose. And my brother's one year older than me, so most of the time he beat me in those games, and that made it worse. And he would be antagonizing and teasing me. and uh, But I really changed I changed my attitude. And um, at a young age, like, I started drawing interest from high schools in, like, sixth grade. And it was the top high schools in high the state. High schools was recruiting you? Yeah. Okay. And um, I just fell into the – it was, was crazy. Nice. Like, I fell into the – our security guard <laughs> – was the freshman coach at one of the top high schools in the country. And uh, I just fell into his hands. And it, it was like crazy. And I, I, a lot of people didn't see me, but they just knew like this kid can play. Just heard of me. and um, But when I came to Crane, that's when it just, it blew up. It kind of, I was able to- High school, high school. Touch some people. <clears throat> so now you're in high school, being nice, winning about every award out there. Ranked, I think I read number two in the country. It was Never. one and two. I mean, some had Ty Lawson and oh, about it that. was me, but. Okay. I used to love watching that matchup. Ty, Ty was tough, so I, if that's one guy that I'll have to say, okay, that's okay. So I'm assuming you got more offers than just KU looking at you? Yeah, I mean, I probably got offers from everywhere in the country except for North Carolina and Duke. So what, walk us through the recruiting process to KU. What, what set KU apart since you had about every other school looking at you? Honest story, um. I wasn't gonna come to Kansas. I wasn't trying to come to Kansas. Has, anybody, uh, has, any, has that been anyone's number one that we've interviewed? I, I love you guys. It, it, Nobody it was not. actually coming here. I didn't. Um, <laughs> I didn't even want to take a visit. Um, so one, I had a, my son. I had a son on the way, um, and I wanted to stay close to home. So Illinois seemed right. Um, D Brown and those guys just came from the national championship game, so it was like perfect time to go. The buzz was there. They just lost, so. Maybe I can mend some guys together and go there, and we and I try to do that. I, mean, I try to get John Shire to go there with me, Patrick Beverly, uh, Obi Manello, and uh, Bruce Weber. I, I guess he was opposed to then one Patrick Beverly. Look at Patrick now. Um, but Not Bruce fan. he just didn't. Fan. It just wasn't. It didn't Not feel home. Homeless. It didn't feel right. And my coach just wouldn't let me say no to Kansas. My high school, shout out to Anthony Longstreet. Um, he told me when Kansas, Duke, North Carolina, like the Blue Bloods could offer you, you take the visit out of respect. You just don't not like return the call. Shout out um, to him for putting you on game early because I heard the same thing. So now you show up in Kansas City at the so, airport. Yeah, I come Make to that Kansas, drive to Lawrence, Kansas. And that drive's the worst drive ever. <laughs> what was going through your mind? I can't come, I can't come out the here. the only one that says this. I was like, I'm a city kid. I, I see nothing but road and trees. The and drive alone almost then made me I, I not see, even want to. Three deers on the road <laughs> running or two dead. I was like, I can't be out here. It's deer on the road. You see the signs. I'm like, man. We real in the city. And all you could think of is like Dorothy, like click your heels. Like I was literally. We real like, in the city kids. Like we come from places where I'm there's used to like, buildings yeah, and trains I'm used to like and cars everywhere. And like, and seeing like there's no free space to just run anywhere. and play. Yeah. Like we don't come from that. We don't just have. All of this green shit and all I, over the place. We don't have that. I think you're the one that told me the managers actually pick you up from the airport. Yeah. The so how come not, a so, so how come a coach isn't in that car well, with no, you? Well, a coach pick coach coach T picked me up. I wasn't the McDonald's All American. I said okay, they picked so, me. A okay, manager so picked he got picked me. up by a manager. <laughs> I didn't say that was everybody else's story. <laughs> don't be. <laughs> I'm just wondering, like, why why wouldn't you want to fill that time? Because that's a long about, ride. But now me. that I, I said that, I think Coach Dooley was there. I don't remember if he drove back with us, but I think he was there. Okay. Yeah. 
but he had to, you know. Had so what was, what was, do you remember the recruiting pitch? Who was your guy that picked, who was there? Townsend, Coach, Townsend Coach was my T? Guy. Yeah, Coach okay. T recruited me. Um, I'm, I'm going to be honest, without Coach T, I wouldn't have came here. Um, and his family. It's the only thing Coach T good, did good at Kansas. Uh, <laughs> I love Coach T. But that's the only, you're, you're, you're his guy. No, seriously, though, but um, Coach T, my boy. He, he made me feel like, obviously, it was more about, more than basketball. Um, every time I talked to him, they never asked. And I played, and I wanted them to ask. And one time I talked to him after I beat Derrick Rose, I had like 32 points. I was on the high. They didn't ask me nothing about the game. I'm like, bro, you recruiting me to play basketball. You don't ask me no basketball questions. I just had one of the best games. They all asked about my family, my mom. You know uh, what I did? You've been nice since the fourth grade. They know you can play ball. <laughs> they know you good. They want to no, see where your head at. They yeah, know you can hoop, my boy. You've been nice since the fourth though, grade. It just it just felt different. And then when I came here, um, true story, I was I walked in the field house. The whole like the crowd clapped, and I didn't notice it, but my high school coach noticed it. And I probably walked in and out three couple times, going back to get drinks and popcorn or something. And then my coach like, you notice what's going on? I'm like, no, I don't really know. He was like, walk out, walk back in, and I walked in, and I peeked my head out, they clapped. And now I started paying attention to the crowd, and everybody started waving, well, and I waved back, and it went kind of. I would hooked just off of that. And it was like. That's fire. And I seen the game where we were down 16 to Oklahoma, and they came Every back day. and won. Yeah. That's the loudest I've ever heard any arena I've played in, I've been in. And that's when I started thinking, like, hey, I could play in here. This is like, okay, this is cool. This is a different type of feel. Like I could feel the floor jumping from the the crowd jumping. I could feel the, my feet, and I I never got that feel nowhere else. And even I, I played at Illinois, like I played in Champaign or close to it. I didn't get that much love at home, and that's when I started thinking like, okay. So I told him I take another official visit, and that was late night. And obviously after late night it was sold. I was uh I knew I was gonna sign late night, but I was just making them sweat a little bit. Damn, so you came to a and, game and then got to see a late night before you committed? Yeah. There's so, no way you was going anywhere else. Yeah, so I I did no way. No, but honestly That's fire. Honestly, like Luke like Will Bonham's like my big brother. He played in the NBA for about ten years. Uh, he went to Georgia Tech. Love Georgia you. my final four was Georgia Tech, UConn. Illinois, Kansas. Um, Georgia Tech was at my Georgia time. Tech tried to sign me, but they tried to say Javaris Crittenton, was, who was from Atlanta, wasn't going to sign, and I knew he was going to sign, and he signed anyway. The who, same. Was the who was the coach? Paul, Paul Hewitt? Hewitt? Was that Paul Hewitt? And um, he signed while I was there, and they still tried to say he didn't sign, but I knew because Will Bynum told me. And so I like I couldn't trust him because he didn't keep it honest. And Javaris Crittenton was 6'4". He could have went to the two. I could have played the one. We could have worked. And I wanted to go to Atlanta. I really wanted to go to Atlanta, um, but I just couldn't couldn't trust him. Calhoun did the same thing with Jerome Dyson, who was a great player. But you know, when he comes to me, he's like, "Well, you must gonna be played behind me. I'm play behind you. I'm the one point guard in the country." He I said that to you? you. Yeah. <laughs> he's from New York, huh? Yeah. So I, I get it, though. I got it, and I was like, "Well, you I got, mean, we, we act yeah, like I that." Yeah, I mean, sometimes. it made sense, but I wasn't taking that like you ain't gonna talk we to get me like, like that, that. And but he was from New York, and so it was like, makes sense. Like, he's not going to play a Chicago kid over New York kid. He'll lose his recruits. So I asked them two off, That's and now fact. it was just Illinois and Kansas. And go play on the side of Mario Chalmers. No disrespect, because I know he's coaching. He's back in Illinois. But, or Chester Frazier. It's a no-brainer. Mario Chalmers and Brandon Rush. And um, I kind of knew I was going to sign, but I wanted to make him sweat. And then I came back late night. And you wanted to make him sweat? Yeah, so – I told him I'll make a decision. He's playing a whole different game as a McDonald's All-American. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're allowed to make I mean, coaches sweat because when you're a McDonald's no, All-American. Listen, though, like, it, it, like, at some point, they want you to commit on your Jeez. visit, obviously, or verbal, at least. Yeah, he's playing chess. And, um, so, at first, I, I, told, I gave him a verbal the night of late night, like, yeah, I'm going to give a verbal. And coach was like, all right, cool, we can put it out the next morning. But by the next morning, I wasn't there. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to sign. I'm He's like, are you what? I'm like, yeah, that's fine. He's like, can we do it now? I'm like, nah. <laughs> like, but I, it was like almost a period where you could sign. So I had to wait like two days. And when I got home, had a press conference and I signed. And, um, but to be honest, the field house was the reason. The fans, um, the family feel that the coaches and the family made. Like I met Coach Townsend's wife. And they were just what I thought they were. They were, which I learned in my four years. Um, 
And that's about every coach family that I was here. They all loved us like their own. Um, and they treated us like that as well, too. So that just that family feel and um, chance to play at Kansas, no, it don't get no better than that. So I, I couldn't. No, I couldn't go anywhere else. So did you and Tyshawn cross paths during the AAU days before no, you guys just, met in Lawrence? Nah, or is this I'm going to tell you the first time I seen Sharon nah, play. I was older, too. Yeah, the first time I seen Sharon play is watching his McDonald's All-American game. And he was short with braids. And I think at the end of the game, he threw it off the backboard and dunked it with his left hand. And I was a fan ever since. But it was my first dunk ever with my left hand. Uh, I was a fan ever Never since. It was like the end of the game, but he like, again, I'm looking at him. He playing in the, this was in 2006? Mm -hmm. 2005, it was KD. Who else in this class? Name us some other guys in this class. My class? Yeah. Uh, Kevin Durant, the Lopez twins, mm -hmm. Greg Oden, Mike Conley. Mm -hmm. Wayne Ellington, mm -hmm. Shady, Dorel Arthur, mm -hmm. um, Chase Budinger. Mm -hmm. Dogs, all dogs. You just named seven, eight dogs. John so Shire. That just goes to show you how he was. But anyway, I'm watching this game as a... Ty Lawson. Eighth, what is seven, eighth grader? Oh Seventh grader, eighth grader, I'm watching this game. And, yeah, I was a fan ever since. And then, obviously, I got to watch him. Um, I got to watch him in college, obviously, the year before he won a championship. And for me... My visit was hosted by Sharon. Sharon was my host. So so give me credit for Tyshawn coming to here. Yeah, has a lot to do while I'm here. A whole lot. And, yeah, when I got here, I, I didn't come to I didn't get to come to a game because I'm sure I would have been hooked after that, especially a late night. But when I came, they took me to the football stadium and set me, like, in the 50-yard line and had, like, my highlight, high school highlights playing and, like, gave me this whole spill. I went to a gas station when I first got here. And I don't know if this was set up or not, but it seemed pretty, seemed pretty real. Well, I'm like walking out of the store, and a kid was going in the store, and he like kind of double looks, and it's like, Tyshawn, what's up, man? You gotta come here. And I was like, damn, you know my name. I'm like, ah, oh, oh, but that wasn't stage they though. Like, fans, so like, what they real did, fans. What Ty didn't know then, he know now though. They put you in a paper like a day or two before you come in to let everybody know you're gonna be in. Yeah, town. I know it's the whole setup. So but <laughs> I was excited. I, we shit. didn't tell the kid to do that. The kid <laughs> no. probably was just actually like, hey, this Tyshawn. I'm like. I'm like, hell yeah, I'm coming. I didn't know it at the time, but yeah, this, the visit was great. The drive from the airport was terrible, but outside of that, yeah, it felt great. It felt great being here. They just won a championship. I was able to play with somebody I, I was watching as a fan. Um, that was, I think that was one of the most exciting things to me is I was coming here and was going to actually be able to play with him. Not have to sit behind him and wait. I was going to be able to actually play and learn from him. So I was hella excited about that. And... Um, Did you guys click immediately? Yeah, for okay. sure. Because I tried to follow. Like I had to learn. <laughs> I had to learn and like try to like figure out how he was doing it. You know how he was getting that shit done. Um, so I felt like I was pretty much a sponge when it came to him. And at times, um, we we actually told our we told a story the other day about this was later on in, in I guess your last year, mm. my second year, and we so competitive and we used to go at it and. We got we had to get phys like physically into a fight in the locker room one time because we just so competitive and one this was in the middle of a game too this was like in practice this was like halftime half of a game <laughs> and this motherfucker threw me in the locker like picked me up on my shoulders and stuffed me and in the I locker. felt so bad after that like oh my god no but bro. that's part that's part that's part that's of like part big brother of little though, brother shit like, and that's the type of relationship that we had because right after that he comes up to me and was like bro my bad like same way he felt in that moment like bro that was we didn't have to do that you know what I'm saying we could have figured it out but. Um, I just got so much, I say all of that to say I got so much respect for him and I learned so much from him. And the two years I had to play without him, I was able to do that and manage the game and be as good as I was because a lot of going practicing against him, practicing with him, learning from him. Um, and when it comes to like, we talk about Kansas and Goats and who's the best player, obviously Will, nobody's going to ever be better. We had Paul Pierce and shit, but with my own eyes, I'd never seen nobody in the Kansas jersey be as good as him. Um, and... I don't know if I will, honestly. I mean, I hope, I hope. And we've seen Frank, we've seen Devontae, but with my own eyes, I don't think that I've ever seen anybody do the shit he was able to do on the court. Um, so much respect to you, my brother. I appreciate appreciate everything you did for me in those times and still do for me now. And um, So my next question is going to give us a little shit. plug to start with. We did record a couple episodes this week with some guests. Mm -hmm. We have Mario Chalmers and Mario Little. So look for us on YouTube. Go to our YouTube channel. All you got to do is search Time Out with Tyshawn Taylor. Find our channel. Subscribe. Those episodes will be dropping soon. As we talk to those guys, 
um, you alluded to, I believe, with Chalmers, that uh, some of the things you guys can't get away with now was because of Sharon. Yeah, no, we that was. So, uh, uh, can you want you want to elaborate so Sharon can have the floor? That and wasn't kinda, Chalmers. That was that was little, little. That was me at real little, and he basically was saying that. <clears throat> <laughs> I just want to give you a chance to defend yourself, Sharon, because when it comes out, I don't, want, this, you, I don't want you to be mad. Instigator. This guy's an instigator, bro. Really. <laughs> hey, it's on tape, Sharon. I didn't reword I know, I know, the conversation. The conversation was you got away with a lot of shit, and no one else could. And especially when you left, the shit that you got away with that we thought we could, we didn't even, it didn't even, never even crossed our mind again. Okay, so listen, right? Because he shut that shit down. Okay, so. It's, like these are facts. That's honest, a, like okay, a fact. okay. So I may have got away with a little bit more than some people. It was did. him choosing to allow you to, bro. It wasn't you doing. You were doing the same shit we were doing. It Hold was on, how he handled can, you. Do, do we have opposed a specific to us? Example. It wasn't you. Do we have a specific example? No, listen, That's right, not no, gonna get anybody no, in no, this yes. is why, no, no. This is why. Like, so I kind of figured out that. So I had knee surgery. My sophomore year coming out back in. So. I knew I can get away with it because he couldn't run me. But see, he's smart. And he's like, okay, since I can't run you, I'm going to use it against you. So he's going to make me come and watch them run so they can watch me watch I mean, them and get mad so at So this me. goes back to me throwing him in the locker or him throwing me in the locker. How fucking mad you think we are at him at, at, in these moments? <laughs> like, how, how mad do you think we are in these moments? And there's not a lot of these moments. There's not a lot of these moments. But Coach Self, it's just like each year – he gets a little like somebody pushes a little too far one year. The next year, nobody. Like, that's a rule. Nope. This guy got a little close to doing this, so I'm just completely xing it out. Nobody can't even get close to that. Yeah. So I, I, I kind of put it's, everyone close, and he had to. Nah, X, but it X, changes X, every. X, it changes every year because when you leave now, Nadir and them come in, and it's me that they can't do shit because of you know. So now it just it just trickles down, bro. It's not like you. It's just that you were our older person. You were our <laughs> veteran. So I was somebody veteran. Like I said, Nadir probably got in way more trouble for doing the exact same things that I did. But at that point, Coach, I was like, bro, I've seen this shit too many times. I'm not going to let it happen again. Yeah, so sure. he's harder now. And I think that's what we're alle alluding to while my guys over here trying to instigate. Yeah, no, I, I feel like it was like that. Yeah, it was like. Just tell me what he said, man. That's all. Just yeah, repeat what he said. I got away with a little bit. No, you did, and you knew, but you knew that though. You knew yeah, the game, bro. Right. You knew the game. You knew Cosell. You knew that was your boy. You knew you were the man. You knew how fucking nice you were. Let's go back to that. You know how nice you were, and what you were going to be able to do. So the thing about Sharon is, <clears throat> Sharon, we talked about this with Rio the other day. Is like, Sharon knew who he was as a basketball player. He knew his strengths in his ability and I rem and I remember coming in as a young as a freshman as an 18 year old kid from a really good high school trying to figure out my individual like what I actually bring to the game the same with the twins I think we didn't know who we were as players yet and so Sharon just kind of was the blueprint for us like kind of watching him and and we ha we had to be in the gym a little bit more than him. Not that he wasn't in the gym, but we would try to outlast him in the gym because we had to catch up to where he was. And he knew that shit, bro. He knew that. He knew how good he was. He knew he could go get 30 and not be as effective or, or, or be in the gym as much. Like, he don't have to be on a gun making 700 shots a day because he can shoot that bitch. I got to do that to get to the point where he's at. And by that point, he knew that. And he was really good. And Coach Self knew that. We ain't winning no games that Sharon ain't playing. And if he ain't playing good, SJ, you want to you wanna come talk? You want to come say hi? Come on, you can come say hi. Now, don't get shot now. You over there making all that noise. Come on. Come here. The people want to see you. Bye. Bye, bye, bye. Come over here. Bye. We have a special guest. Say what's up here? to the people real fast. Just say hi. Say Tell hi. them who you are. What's, what's your name? Sharon. Sharon. What's your name? Sharon. Sharon number two. So that's a good, I put you on the spot, my bad, bro. That's a good segue. That's I put him on the spot. He over here That's a great segue to my next question, though. Five, man, my bad. The people need to see you. They need to see the next. He gonna, what, what did you say? You nice? You found out you was nice in fourth grade. What grade is he in? He got like two more years before he realizes himself. No, he in kindergarten. He in kindergarten. Okay, he got like three. Okay. So that's a great segue to my next question. 
So you guys still go to a lot of games at the field house, right? When you yeah. bring the family, do you flex a little bit on them and point to the number four up in the Raptors and let them know? All the time. Okay. Uh, so, but we ain't so, do all that for nothing. Because I don't even have any accomplishments, and I still try to flex on my kids. <laughs> no, so if so I had something like that. My daughter, she's 12. My daughter's 12. Can't flex um, on you, Chambo. I know, I know. She, when she first, so, I'm, true statement, I put my name on none of my kids' school information. Um, pretty much nothing, because I don't, I, I don't want them getting the easy road, and I don't want them getting too jerked around. I think you is, Obama. <laughs> no, but... They about to I, give your kids the same work I, everybody honestly, kids. No, honestly, no. Like I honestly, but um, I feel you, bro. I got But once they too. once I came to Charade's volleyball game and it was like, you know, I took pictures with a lot of people and I got that out the way. But she didn't understand who I was until like we were here six years and so she really didn't understand. She used to always come home from school like, why do everybody know you? Why do everybody say you're good at this and why are you good at that? And why I used to have to tell her like all the time. Your Why dad was a and I, I, I take credit. I tell your dad was a bad man, and, so, <laughs> and I take her and I show her some highlights. And she things. sits here and she her eyes get big. And I, I remember we watched the Oklahoma game and she just kept like you get farther and farther and farther. I said, yeah, I shot this one from all this half court. <laughs> so, but now she my favorite games um, to watch you play ever. She understands now, uh, and um, that's perfect for me because I try to get this girl to play basketball. To, since she's been born, and this year she finally wants to play, so we love that's that. we uh, love that. that's a plus for me. Um, I can finally get her in the gym and start doing some stuff with her. Um, so it's just that's what it, what I'm about is like you know giving it back to my kids, not only mine but just every other kid I can you know reach and help touch. So right. that's my calling now is just to give all this knowledge I got, give it back. That's awesome. So all the accomplishments, awards, championships, retired jersey at the Fieldhouse, when you sit back and look back on it now, is there anything that stands out to you that you just kind of smile and nod your head and say, yep, that, that was me? I mean, I'll probably say, yeah, I'll give you three things. Um, the first and the most important is me getting my college degree. Um, I'm the first, yeah, how he first male in my family to do that. Um, so coming from where I'm that's from, hard. my family, like finishing congrats. as a male, that ain't, congrats on that. That's that ain't hard. big to do. Um, so I take pride in that for sure. Um, I got three kids named after me that live here. Um, never seen that happening. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Look, wait. We might need to clarify that just a little bit. Rewind, rewind. Somebody named their kid Sharon Collins? Yeah, like Sharon Jean Collins. I got a couple hey, of names. You might be yeah. Obama, my boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, be is, that, is, that is pretty impressive. I'm not going to lie. No, that but if, if I can't even get my kids to be a junior. I mean, if you'd ask me, you'd ask me Damn. 10 years ago, even when I was younger, if I seen this happening from where I was at, I would probably would say you crazy. I've never seen this happen. That's crazy. And um, obviously having a career I had at Kansas and being able to get my jersey retired and the mention of those greats. That's and, um that's probably the you know to get my jersey up there. Um, my mom, my kids, my grandmother, my brothers. You know to see people all see that and was here. Um, that's one of the biggest accomplishments I could I could say. Um, I, everybody say yeah, make it to the NBA. That was nice and that was the overall goal. But I, I just people don't understand. There's nothing like college. Nothing like it. Um, I should have left my junior year probably. Who cares? I still came back and I had a hell of a year. I had a hell of a career. You should have left the first year before I got here. I just love it here. Um, I, I moved back. My family's here. It's just something about Kansas. And I tell people all the time, you won't get it unless you go here, unless you come. And I tell people, even my friends, like, you know, you've never been to a college game unless you walk in the field house. That's a different college game. You can go to anywhere. I don't care. Duke's special. North Carolina, those places are special too, but – Ain't nothing like that in the field house. And I don't want to give away too much from our future episodes, but that's the common theme talking to everybody is Kansas is just it's a different brotherhood. It's a different place. And they knew when they left here that this is this is my spot. This is where I belong. I mean you got two big city kids who just said they hated the ride here, didn't adapt well. I thought I was gonna transfer my first week out here. Nobody was at school and now we live here. My whole family lives here. 
I'm trying to make talk my about mom full move circle, here. man. I'm trying to get my brother to move. Yeah, here. talk about full circle. It's, it's like I got a question. Um, so we just talked about the Oklahoma game a little bit. Somebody said something about that game. You watched your daughter with it. Watch you watched it with your daughter. Um, I was in that game with you. Hold on, so hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, no, let me say it because I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> this is crazy because I, I honestly, true story. He had 26 points in the first half, and they don't get talked about. Nobody ever <laughs> even mentions that. it except no, like, honestly, me. Honestly, though, no. and every time I, I watch it, I'm like, oh, my God, Ty was nobody killing this. Nobody even mentions it. I was cooking. And nobody mentions it. But look, this is why I love this <laughs> game so much, We 26 though. points, though. I'm allowed to and love this game because I played good in it, too. But this motherfucker played so good that they don't even talk about a 26-point half <laughs> at all. Not work, nobody. Because he plays so good. So, again, I'm going back to, I was there, bro. Ridiculous. Like, ridiculous. What kind of zone do you have to be in to look at Coach Self, tell him, I'm not running the play you called. I'm going to just shoot from the OU sign. Like, what kind of the hell is running through your mind in that moment? Honestly, I had so much of a bad first half that I wouldn't tell you myself. You stuck it up, but I got you, my boy. Yeah, yeah, you had me for sure. But now it was like, okay, now if you don't That's get it together, we're going to lose. And <laughs> for me, it was like Blake Griffin, first and foremost, Blake Griffin fake that concussion. Let's just get that clear. <laughs> get that out the way. He faked that. No, it's honestly, and I was mad because we wanted to play on the first year. He hurt himself in the field house, which was okay. We gave him that. That was a real injury. We get to – he gets – okay, he – whatever. He flipped over somebody – if, if, if you so go I'm back, please, and I'm going to say this every time, please go back and watch this game, the Oklahoma game we played there in 2009. They went up like 15, 16 points on us. Watch Blake Griffin. He was jumping high, so high. he was. If I was sitting down, his, his feet was here. But every time we chipped the lead, he got quieter and quieter. He and then when we took the leads, he wanted to hold his head. He gonna do it this then he's doing this. Like, like bro. It's a non-hurt no, he wasn't here. hurt. He wasn't hurt. He didn't have no concussion. They know what they were doing. They knew we had their number too. We was ready for we was ready for Blake Griffin. And they was and boosting we was his, ready for Cole to do that. They, and they wasn't trying to hurt they his wasn't draft stock. Hurt the draft stock, so that was the purpose. He I promise. He ain't wanna run it. I really twice. don't. I, it's nothing else nobody can tell me. I've seen that man jump up and down, rush out to the court. Chest bump Willie Warren, and then when y'all losing now, he's holding your head. I I need to know what zone though. Fuck Blake. I like Blake, but what zone were you in? No, honestly, I was mad because because I played for Blake, so and I don't know if I ever got in the zone like that. Like I felt good a couple games, so but like you just al you alluded to. So you came down, supposed to run a play, and you wave him off. Yeah. yeah so it like, that's okay, what it like to so, me, I don't. I can't speak for no, no, you, but honestly, it looked like he was like ah. No, no. So. Uh, Honestly, and it honestly. looked at him like it took him. I, I got this. I'm like, excuse me. It took he him might be Obama two times. Damn, that's cold. I ain't never seen. So he calls like the player out, and I never seen nothing like that. I got K. Davis switched on me, and I hated K. Davis because he thought he can guard me, and he could never guard me. But he's always bark at me and talk crazy. And I just like, bro, it's like all you do is shoot threes. Like I can't even wrestle with you. I'm not gonna chase you now. I'm gonna wear myself down. So, like, let me just go talk to Willie Warren. Me and him could talk and go back. We'll wrestle. You and K. Davis on the island is bad business. Yeah, and that's, that's no good for Oklahoma. Every time I wanted to show him that. And so yeah, I got no him. And Coach called a play, and I was like, no, 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 no. This is who I want. I got this. And then, but as I wave him off, he gives you this look like. You better make so it. Like, better you make better shot, make right? it. And so I shoot it, and I hit it, and I look at him. <laughs> he goes, and so he still don't clap. He goes. All right. I'm like, all right, all right, all right. And so I get in, I get in the he big did. switched on me. And then I look at him again, he goes, I said. <laughs> I got, again. Now he goes, he, he stumped his foot thing, go, oh my goodness, kid here. And so I hit it again. And then I look at him, he goes. <laughs> Bro, I never seen no shit. And so like this. now I'm like, okay, now I'm calling my car. I'm calling the rest. Of, I'm calling this the rest of the way until I miss. Bro, I've never and seen that. And I just hit. Like I hit another bro. one. And then so Willie good. Warren hits another one, and he talks in my ear. So I, I, I just had to outplay him because first off, I didn't like how he was talking crazy to Brady. Nobody paid attention. How I switched on Willie Warren and shut him down. Yeah, though. He, had, he played good that game too. He he, until like I got on him. Yeah, he had like 25, 28. But I had to outplay him. He hit a three. And I told him this next this next play, I'm shooting it wherever I cross half at. <laughs> and I took the two dribbles and like 
honestly, like, it felt like every shot, even though I kept getting back, like, further and further, it felt like everyone was the same. I didn't shoot it different. Like, I just, I guess that was the zone. But I just couldn't, I couldn't throw up a miss. I, don't, I feel like whatever I threw up, it, was, it had a chance to go in. That night. Ty, Ty seen me shoot like that in the gym before. Just like and, that. And that was a special night for me because I, I don't think I ever did. Eight in a row? Chamber, come get this I had five in a row. Please, come get him, Chamber. So. Hey, yo, that was the coldest moment I ever seen as, as a KU player with my own eyes. What is your favorite moment yourself that you, in your KU, with four years, in four years, what was your favorite, like, moment? I mean, that's probably easy. You played in the national championship. No, but. As a basketball player, it's probably, like, but. My favorite moment? And it could be individual team. Like, what? when did you feel, like, okay, at your well, height? I can't give you one, right? <laughs> give me as many as you want, my boy. Okay, I it's three, but it's all in the same thing, same game. It's national championship game, of course. Uh-huh. Um, my steal and my three. Fire. Out of the corner was probably. Fire. My Won the game. That won the game, not the shot. I love Mario, but that won the game. No shot without that shot. Yeah, for sure. No shot without that shot. Without that steal and that shot, there's no shot. And I love Mario. We talked about this. I say the pass, obviously, because somebody, I don't know where is it. I'm praying. The flip back when you were, like, falling in? Yeah, my mom. I think my mom got it. Somebody sent me an eight clip, well, eight picture frame of it of play-by-play to watch how I passed it mm-hmm. and I don't know well I know the play and I know what's God, supposed God, to happen God was with me because right. every inch it goes like it still don't look possible it should have been stolen I should have lost it um but the pass to Mario and then dribbling noticing we won it and dribbling the ball out the clock yeah the ball running like this yeah. that's fine yeah that's a moment I tried to get the ball from Travis I he don't would not care wherever you put, <laughs> wherever you put it, it at me. that clip gonna get showed when we was in the final, we made it to the net. We made it to the national championship game. I tried to get the ball from Travis, and he looked at me and just started dribbling all the way. <laughs> yeah, God damn. Um, it's just, that was that was that was that was my moment, right and that was it. Like that was a feeling of like, damn, finally. Finally, you know that's I mean? like, We supposed to won it our freshman year. Freshman year, we were really good enough. Aaron Afalo and UCLA gave us what we was looking for, but like, broke my foot that year. Mario Mario had turf toe. He missed four games that year. Everybody was just – B-Rush came back that year. So he was – early in the year, he was limited minutes, had the big brace on. His elbow. Ross Stewart like, broke his – No, Ross Stewart shattered his knee pretty much. And that, all that was just for that. Like, you know, when you win, it just all comes to, like, you know, boot camp. And that's when it's like all of it finally paid off. Fights with each other, it all paid off. That was a lot of pressure that game. You ready for some more pressure? We're about to bring out Chuck and we're gonna do some chopping it up with Chuck. Uh, Welcome to chopping it up with Chuck. We're gonna play Would You Rather. The rules are simple. I'm gonna ask you a question and you have to choose one or the other. Ready to play? Let's do it. Would you rather go into the past to meet your ancestors or go into the future to meet your great-great-grandchildren? I don't want to go meet no badass kids, man. I'm going I'm going to see my, my, my great-uncles and them. My great-great-uncles. I would say I'll go to my ancestors because... God willing, I should make it to see my grandchildren, maybe my great grandchildren. So I may get a chance to see them, but I won't probably get a chance to see my ancestors. You won't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, happen. I won't at all. <laughs> it can't. Come on, come on. Won't happen. Would you rather be forced to dance to every song you hear or to sing to every song you hear? I'm a singer. So yeah, I would I'm, sing. I, yeah, I'm definitely concert in the back. Yeah, I'm, yeah I'm, I'm more of a singer. Would you rather have a third nipple or a sixth toe? <laughs> There's a rumor Tyshawn might have a sixth toe, so I don't know. Uh, I'd, I'd rather have a third nipple. I'll keep a shirt on. Wait, what? No. <laughs> no, just give me the extra toe. Just, a third nipple would be so weird. Oh, my God. An extra toe? How are you going to put Ooh, that? Chuck, did you come up with that? Toe? 
<laughs> Was that you, Chamberlain? Would you rather have a permanent unibrow or no eyebrow at all? Oh, unibrow. 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 At least I can maintain yeah, unibrow. it. Unibrow. I go unibrow. Well, maybe, maybe you could do nah, like. Nah. You can draw them on and stuff now, right? Nah, ladies. I'm not doing that. Draw them. That. No, that's for women. Micro braided. What thing. if it's like real thick though? You can't. No, no, no. You, I'm good. I'll take the unibrow. <laughs> I might just tattoo some lines on my face or something. <laughs> Women do that, right? What? No, no. They yeah, do, see, tattoo. I, I'm going bald. Shave mines. Who was your favorite athlete as a kid? <sighs> Mines was Allen Iverson. Um, I wanted to do everything like him. So that's why I played like the multi-sports because I knew he played football, so. I don't know if I have a favorite. I think, I think I want, I think I want to say Kobe, Kobe Bryant, but I would also say like Michael Jordan too because at one point when I was like a really little kid, so say Michael, Kobe, Michael and Kobe. Michael and Kobe, that's it. What is the one thing you did as a kid that made your mom or dad the most mad? Oh my God. Y'all want to tell this story. What you do, bro? <laughs> you don't remember? Oh! You got to tell that story. Yeah, That's you you, you got to ask. You got to tell that story. You have to tell it. No. <laughs> Ma Mama Collins, turn off the pee for a second. No. No. Well, I'm gonna tell it because he told us this no, behind no, camera. No, listen, listen. <laughs> so no. I know the story that his mom got pissed at him. But my story is, I don't know. My mom got my mom was easily triggered. So <laughs> there's a lot of things like leaving the toilet seat up or not putting my clothes in a hamper, my dirty clothes in a hamper, or. Mine's, oh, mine's ten times worse than that. Yeah, but I mean, I did bad stuff too. Like this is like every day, like just like mad. But I got, I got my game took. I got put on. Anything so I, I did got, in school, my teachers didn't like and call my mom about would seem like the worst thing in the world. And I'd be like, I told someone to shut up, and they would call my mom and tell her I write something, and she'd be like, You said what? You did this? Anything I did. So everything I did pissed my mom off. Okay, I for me it was. Watching, uh, I know she's watching. I have, I, I had braids in grammar school, and I was real tender headed. So that means like I hated to get my hair braided; it hurt it. So every time I would get it braided, I used to walk around my head up, my hair all tight. And um, this girl put mud in my head, came and smacked it right when I got it done. So it was, it dried up, and it was hard to get out my hair, and it hurt it real bad. So. <laughs> So what do you do to a girl like we're in an art room that, like that and too? we was like working with clay and how old were you did a trick with the lighter so long story short i get the lighter and i light one of these girls she got two pigtails and i light <laughs> one on fire how old were you what grade uh, was fourth, grade? fourth grade this is when he found out he was nice in basketball too <laughs> yeah and i got took off the basketball team for three weeks worst with three weeks and took my game but girl. i mean i lit it on fire but i put it right out so it didn't like <laughs> no honestly like she wouldn't even knew if no, her he did it like no listen like she wouldn't have had no clue but she her friend was just like oh it lit you. and then I, was, I made a joke of it like oh it smells like peanut butter <laughs> honestly like i didn't think she was gonna go like it's to the farthest extent like because i'm like you put mud on my hair though and she was like, but you lit my hair off. I'm like, it's the same thing. I'm thinking that, right? <laughs> and so I think nothing of the school machine, tell nobody the principal, nobody. I'm like, oh, I'm good. I ain't got to worry about it. nobody call home. And I get home. I get halfway to my door. I see the girl and her mom at my door with my mom. She has her hands <laughs> crossed like this. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm, I'm, about, to, I'm about to die. I'm put you out. I just thought I was going to die. And I walked up. My mom was like, what happened? I'm like, she put mud in my hair. And um, so she's like, so what did you do? I'm like, mom, but she put mud in my hair. And she's like, but what did you do? I'm like, but you don't hear she put mud. She wasn't trying to hear the mud thing because she was like, yeah, that's past the lighter. I'm like, well, she put mud in my hair. You're crazy, and bro. I got the lighter. As soon as I said lighter, I seen the floor. <laughs> mom put hands on me in front of 10 of my friends. <laughs> 
So that was the worst part. All my friends seen that, so I kind like I got up and ran immediately in the house. I was just on punishment for two, three weeks, but um, yeah, that was the worst story ever for my mom, I, and I felt so bad. Uh, yeah, she's ready to kick your ass, boy. I probably got hit five days in a row just walking past. She hit me. <laughs> Stupid ass. You want to light somebody here? Bam! I was just like, okay, my. It was like a week ago. Chuck coming with that heat. Who'd win one on one? You or Tyshawn? Right now, today, me. Yeah, right now, Tyshawn. But okay, but I have to get that out really fast before he answered. <laughs> just right, I had to get that out really fast before he answered. Right now, I agree. Right but now, like, me. Yeah, Kansas. Uh, well, he have a chance. All right, that concludes this episode with chopping it up, with Chuck. See you next time. Peace yeah. out, Chuck. Thank you. <laughs> Chuck, be coming with that fire. Those are good questions. What do you got, man? That's all I had on my agenda. I got another person that just walked in and about to jump on the camera. We got, Mario a, we got, a, we got a fourth Come mic. say what's up to the people right now. Put the menu back, my boy. <laughs> he just trying to come in here and eat. Come and say hi. Your episode ain't dropped yet, but we already shot at you out, so they know it's coming. Tell them what we going to expect. Now, um, um, Esther, I want to thank you before we kind of like wrap up and stuff. I, I want to thank you again for coming and doing this with me. Um, we talked, we went from now to the past, so we did talk about the high school stuff, and we know we got that coming up. We know how excited excited both of us are to do that and that we could do it together in a place that we we are familiar, very familiar with and comfortable with and call home. Um, so I'm happy I get to take that journey with you and start our coaching journeys kind of together a little bit. Um, so thank you for that. Um, thank you for being here um, and telling us your story. Um, we know your basketball resume and hopefully your coaching resume blow that shit out the water. Um, so yeah. And before we get to our special guest, Mario Little, I want to give a shout out to BT Creative for this sweet rock shirt and the Tyshawn shirt. So if you need any logos done for corporate, for sure. small events, big events. Rock, how come yours just say your name though? I thought we were a team. Mine got rock on it. <laughs> yours don't say Ty, Ty on it at all. Man, I didn't have any design input. What the no man? design input. Oh yeah, um, who show is this? Here's just to uh, plug in uh, a little bit, we um, we are fundraising for this free state, so y'all donate to our boys program. Um, we got oh, yeah. a QR code. You can go to the basketball page and find that out. Click the link. Help us out. Let's get these boys fly for these games. Look good, play good. You heard? Hey Rio, what's up? Where you coming from, my boy? Mario Little, everybody. My boy, everybody. We got Rio's episode. One of the next episodes that we uh, we already shot going to drop soon. So we, we got his story, which, again, for all the people that's going to watch that episode, I'm going to repeat that. But he's got a great story. One of my favorite people. When you hear it, you're going to know why. Um, I knew he was coming. I didn't know he would, I didn't know when he was coming, but I just had to throw him on the spot. You really don't have to be here or say anything, but what up? Hey, how y'all doing? I just came from uh, doing yoga. Ooh, my boy getting his body right. Um, are you you getting you you doing yoga for your mental, for your physical? Are you still playing basketball for for the live guests? I know again we're gonna talk about this, so we're not gonna give them everything. But for the people that are live, are we getting in shape for something? Are we still active? Are we hooping right now? What you what you got going on, my boy? Yeah, I'm still active, uh, but my body in so for sure. But look at that, I'm active. A man who knows himself, if you ask me. I'm still active. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, thanks for joining us yeah. briefly. Uh, don't go anywhere. We're going to wrap this up. Um, and I think we all look good here. So I would love for someone to take a picture of us, even though you're on camera. Um, thank you for being here, Rio. Do you have a random, Rock. either one of you guys have a random KU story that you want to leave us with? Yeah, Something? I got one. Oh, oh, we got one. I'm going to tell you guys why um, the Kansas uh, men basketball team has to have to use cheap lotion and wash products cheap lotion and wash products get into it <laughs> get into it what else do i do because i don't got nothing to do with this but, hey both of these guys <laughs> looking around like me. which one is it no should this ain't I? about me so what else do i do should i i gotta ask should i you know how fat joe was saying it to mike tyson should i i gotta keep checking it's too late. You done walked down the road. Yeah, I mean, we went he, too far. We already down the road. talked about him lighting somebody's hair on fire. This shit can't to top that. 
he can't, he can't, he can't really top that. I had nothing to do with this. All right. You got one for real? Yeah, yeah, I got one. All right. So was it has to be like 2009. Okay. You know, 2008, we used to wash up with Neutrogena, like all types of, we had every, everything, right? Good stuff. Yeah. We had the good stuff. And Kansas then, treated us well. Yeah. And then one day, I can say it. I don't care what I do. <laughs> Sharon, my, my boy Sharon Collins, a.k.a. Four. Big Four. And a guy who just FaceTimed me while I was walking in, Thomas Robinson, decides uh -oh. to have a lotion fight. They're throwing lotion all over the place? Yes. I forgot. Soap and lotion. A war. And it was everywhere, like all over the, the lockers. Locker all over the lockers. <laughs> so like, we thought the managers were going to clean it up and ain't say nothing. But Larry Sharon. Hare walked in. Sharon, Sharon, Sharon. <laughs> so when you're listening in. to the future episode hey, and kids. they talk about he's, he's a, a lot of stuff man, they can't kids. do anymore because of he, Sharon Collins. Yes. Now they use country time and like all yeah, Now we got a big soap. jug of lotion, uh, <laughs> a soap in there and it's pink. Like it just they give you soap. at the hospital. It just says soap. Yeah, it just says soap on it. Because him, we had the good stuff and then he wanted to... <laughs> I that's, that. That was, that's true. That's, that's a true. good story. I got another good story. No. Okay. Sure, I got a good story. No, I don't got no good story, but I got to say this. And I said this last time, right? Respect, I, I say this in the most humble and respectful way. I know they do all these polls and all these ratings and all this on who the best point guard ever. Stop letting these pro professional careers get in the way of that. Stop playing with me respectfully. I feel like, honestly, oh, and I don't, I, I, I never, you know, I don't never, but like. Oh. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So I, me... I honestly don't think it's been a better point guard to come through here than me. No disrespect. He said what he said, and I'm stamping it. And we had some good ones, and I'm stamping it. All right, and I'm Tyson, second after that. Let's hear your story, and then we're gonna wrap it up. No, nah, I got no story. I'm leaving it at what Sharon just said. All He's right. the best point guard that I just played here. We're gonna end the episode, Sharon's episode, with no disrespect. To oh, we got questions. Guys. We got questions from the we audience. We got questions from the audience. All right, one question between me and Sharon. Right now? Right, wait, wait, wait. No, not right now, because we neither one of us are basketball players. We're coaches right now. So. If we played 10 times, Sharon would win six. And we both were in our, like, best shape and, and going at it. He I might, know. he might, he might get seven. Six. I say six, four. So what if we throw Mario Little in his Because there have been times where I got the best of him. But when Sharon's in his tip-top best shape, uninjured, he's a hard, he's a tough cover. Yo, sure. Rio? What about Rio in his prime? Tip-top shape. 7-3 still. I'm still going 7-3. This is respectfully, and I really respect these guys, and I may be taking something off of it because I might, but I'll say 7-3. Real, Real's, Real's probably one of the toughest one-on-one -on -one covers that I've ever just. See, I see, I seen Rio do this for a long time, yeah. like before this <laughs> Rio could go. college and all this. So if it was me and Rio, probably the same way. I, he probably beat me 6-4. And that's because he got an injured tool on us. That's the only but he's just a tough guard. Yeah. Don't go too too sure. fast. You can't speed him up. Like, bro, I don't, I don't even want to get this thing. Cause I just wish he's not even getting seven, bro. He gets six. I'm going six four again. I wish they would have got the real Fuck Rio that. while we was here. You get sick, bro. You ain't getting seven on me. I would get. I would get. But that's four. another subject. That's it. Yeah, we do talk about that a little bit on the future episode, episode number five with Mario Little. Look for episode number four next Tuesday on our. YouTube website. You can also catch it where you get your normal pods at Apple or Spotify. Shout out to our producer, Bazooka Mike, who made all this possible. It's not your job to shout out Bazooka Mike. It's my job oh, to do that because right. he doesn't even like you. No, I don't. But Bazooka Mike, thanks, I brought, for, I brought thanks my, for all you do. I, I brought my own guy back I here. I appreciate you. I brought you. my own guy, Josh, back here. Who, hey, Mike, I appreciate you. On the, <laughs> this guy, on the other hand, not so much. He's talking about you behind your back. So I want to thank everybody who came out today. All these people here are friends and family of one of us up here. It means Appreciate a lot to have you guys out here supporting us. Thank you very, very we much. We got old teachers out here. My boy Howie. Yeah, we even got some old teachers out here. We got old teachers. Shout out Howie over there. Yeah, I remember him. Yeah. I don't think Mario went to class very often. He doesn't know who he is. Look at him. He's like, yeah, I know see, him. See, see the, thing about, the thing about my man Howie is we, we wasn't even talking schoolwork. We was talking life. 
He was putting us on game, life game. I remember those conversations more than I remember the academic stuff. So thank you, brother. True. For True. sure. And lastly, thanks here. to Johnny's Tavern for having us out. 16 Johnny's locations across the metro area from Topeka to Blue Springs. So come out and visit Johnny's. That's all we got for you. Thanks I also, for not to cut you off, I also oh, want to give a goodness. shout out. Yeah, I'm sorry. I want to give a shout out to the high performance gym that we do our normal podcast in because it's a great space and it's it, it's giving us a home base. So when we get to do things like this at Johnny's, we appreciate it, but we do have a spot that I just want to give some love to. Absolutely. Is that it? You guys good? No, that's it for me. Thank you guys for coming and being here again. Rock, thank you, bro. Mike, Charlie, Chuck, thank you. Y'all just um, come check us out. Support SJ us. SJ made a free state. He popped out. SJ, um, thank you. Instagram. That's, that's it. Everybody. Thank, thank you. you.